What's up? Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. This is going to be a ramble. This is going to be a ramble, right? I've been noticing, you know, I pay attention to leftists and rightists uh, on social media, on YouTube. And Jimmy Dore has always been an interesting person because, um, you know, he he worked for the Young Turks. The Young Turks is basically the biggest for the left. The biggest, uh, and I, I know, and I'm going to say fake left, to be honest. I'm not really a fan. Um, I used to be, though. used to be a big fan of Young Turks. But, but they're like the CNN for the leftists or not, fuck saying leftists, for the Democrat voter who doesn't like CNN, right? So this is how I always look at it. You have neoliberals, right? And then you have neoliberal lights, Right? That's what you have, right? The neoliberals, the classic war, warmongers, you know, the, the Barack Obama, Hillary Clintons, right? George Bushes. Believe it or not, neoliberalism started with Republicans. I mean, you could say it started with Jimmy Carter, so it was always a democratic thing. But Reagan and Bush, had, had Bush one had a lot of elements of neoliberalism. That's why if you look at people who study Barack Obama's foreign policy, they will say it's a lot like Bush one, not Bush two. Bush two is neocon, right? So... So you have neoliberals, right? And you have people who feel bad. They feel bad, so they can't really be a neoliberal, right? So they can't watch CNN. CNN is, is pushing in straight propaganda, right? Democratic propaganda who does it with no filter, right? This is different, with no filter, right? So I'm going to explain what I mean by that. So then you, the Young Turks of the world are people who, for people who feel bad, but you're still about that same neoliberalism, but you want to do it, instead of having wars, you rather do drone wars, you know? Instead of not supporting any coup in Venezuela or Bolivia, you would say, well, the people in Venezuela are so poor, blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck about that shit. The people in Venezuela voted for Maduro, so you let them deal with it. The people in, in uh, Bolivia voted for, for Morales. You let them deal with it. Once you start saying, well, you know, they're poor and, and, you know, and these are dictators, and, and then you kind of hinted that maybe it's not that bad to support a coup, you're neoliberal light. That's what you are. So Jimmy Dore used to work for them. He broke off from them, you know, because he was too... I mean, I don't even agree with Jimmy on a lot of different things, but I do admit he's authentic and he really cares. He really thinks he's... I should, let, let me say that. Like, I, I don't like to say any of these people really care. I don't know you. I don't know if you care. But he legitimately sees that the real threat or the real problem with America is the elites. He sees that. He really sees that. People like Young Turks and a lot of Democrats, like Sam Cedars, and a lot of... Um, the lefties on YouTube who pretend to be lefties, right? Because I always tell people, look, man, I, I, I was a fucking Marxist. I, I don't, don't tell me about being left. Don't even tell me about being left, right? You know, you motherfuckers, there is no left in America, to be honest. Very little real left in America. Left in America, motherfuckers think Bernie Sanders is a revolutionary. Bernie Sanders in Europe wouldn't even be a socialist. That's why he says he's a social democrat. Or what does he, he believe in social social. He's a social democrat, right? Why do you think he says that? He's not a so like you can't put Bernie Sanders in South America and fucking Russia and even Western Europe and say that motherfucker is a socialist. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, right? See, this is a real ramble. This is a real ramble, right? So I always, I always could see that Jimmy Dore would eventually would break from Young Turks, and he did. Got his own show, got big. I usually try not to comment on YouTubers anyway. Right, but I mean, he he got a little fame when he he um engineered something called um forced to vote, right? Which he wanted, him and people like him wanted uh to force a vote for Medicare for all, 
right? And get the people who who call the squad to initiate it, right? Um, and you know the Democrats didn't want that because then there's a lot of Democrats who are not in for the Medicare for all. So if you let them, if they have to vote for that. Like, first of all, everyone knows it wouldn't pass, right? It wouldn't pass, right? Because there's too much blue dog Democrats. Blue dog Democrats are social dem- uh, um not socialists, uh, um conservative Democrats, right? There's too many blue dogs and centrist Democrats anyway for it to pass, right? But they want to get on. They want to get it on record of saying who is against it, right? But Democrats don't want to. They don't want to. We know Republicans are going to be against it, but Democrats don't want to be on record saying they're against it. So they shot that down. But he, but he still has buzz from it because. It seems like every time I go on YouTube, I go on, I listen to podcasts, I go on social media for leftist social media. Um, I, I go to right social media sometimes, but I have to admit, I, I'm, you know, I'm a Marxist at heart. I, I kind of more, more pay attention to the leftists, right? By the way, I'm not a Marxist anymore, but I'm always one at heart. You know, I, I realize that, hey amen, government is too inefficient for me to trust them motherfuckers. I, I actually rather go to corporations. And I'm not even saying corporate. I mean, they're scumbags too. But small businesses, whatever's left of them, Right, uh, or entrepreneurship is the only way out in some ways. Like, if you think the government is going to come and help you, that's not happening. I mean, me saying the corporations is, is probably bad too. I, I should say entrepreneurs because corporations are, at this point are, are governments. Corporations and governments are basically saying that that's why I don't really get into this, the socialist, capitalist, communist shit anymore. If you're still using those terms, you don't even understand corporations and, and governments are the same. Right, so even even now, as I embrace capitalism, I'd always be Marxist at heart because you can basically use Marxism to critique capitalism. People don't understand Marxism and communism are still actually technically two different things, right? Obviously related to each other, but anyway, I digressed. So Jimmy Dore, so I, I go on all the time. I keep seeing this, keep seeing Jimmy, Jimmy, and and it's not even just about Jimmy. The funny thing is, it's about the fact that people want to pretend. Right. When you look at what happened on Wall Street, right, with this whole Wall Street um, GameStop stuff and Wall Street bet gates and stuff like that, who initiated it? 19, 20, 21 and 22 year old trolls initiated it. The left didn't have anything to do with it. Right. That's a topic that right now has united the left and right. And this is going to go into my the what I'm really doing this podcast. Right. This kind of united the left and right, at least partially, where we where, where both sides said, shit, man, what Wall Street is doing is fucking corrupt. Okay, but here's what happens. This is why I mentioned Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore had an interview with somebody from the, from the Boogaloo Boys, which is like some alt-right group, right? And I know the premise of I know the, I can see the purpose of it was to say the guy was basically saying he supports thing like he had like a whole list of things he supports that you would think an alt-right person wouldn't support, right? So Jimmy Dore is kind of one of these people who say, well, the left and right have more in common with each other than we have against each other. So we should work with together. We should find common ground. And then there's going to be some things we disagree with. And I always say, especially when it comes to how to get there, right? Because capitalists or people who are right, they think they literally think capitalism's God. Like it's, it's like some religious, some crazy shit, right? They really believe that, right? And, and, and the system will fix itself. That's insane. I will never be that type of capitalist. That's fucking insane, right? But it is what it is, right? There is things that you could find in common. The elites don't care about evil left or right. The elites are at the center and they're not even real centers. They're like some, I don't even know what to call that shit. Right? I, I, to be honest, I don't even know what to, I mean, you could say they're centered, but they're corporate centers. They're center in the sense that, they're centers in the sense that they want the system to maintain itself. See, a, a true centrist is just a pragmatic person who just might have things they agree with on both sides. But when elites are centrist, no, they want the system to maintain. That's the difference. 
right? So a whole bunch of people started saying Jimmy Dore should interview this person. The left and right cannot coexist. And I found this to be true even on Twitter, which is the primary social media that I use for politics. Uh, there is there is that. You, you do get people who say that. And then when they do it, the first thing they will say is they'll bring up the white supremacists and say, we're not working with any white supremacists. We're not working with any Nazis. And this is why I think that, and I, I'm just sorry. Like, I, I just think Americans don't read enough. I think Americans have an experience. Now, most Americans I know haven't even been out the country. And even if they have been out the country, they've been to, like, Mexico and the Caribbean, things that is right in their hemisphere. They haven't really been amongst different cultures, right? So when they say this person's a Nazi, they don't know what a Nazi is. They don't know what a real white supremacist is, meaning a person who put the work in. All you, all you social, social justice warriors, don't get mad. When I'm talking about put the work in, I'm just talking about it's a street term. It's an urban term. Put the work in. You put the work in the street. Or there's all kind of wars. You put the work in in the military. You put the work in. Like meaning you actually had your boots on the ground. Right? So you understand what an AB, an area, like the, the, the area nation is. Right? The Ku Klux Klan is almost extinct, but what they were at one time, right? what a real Nazi is. Right? You understand that. Right, you understand the violent, the violent nature and the destructive nature that they have, and you could compare that to someone who is reading their journals or reading their propaganda online and making tweets online, making Facebook posts online, fucking even going to protests and saying blah 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 blah. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay attention to that, but there has to be a way where you see the differences between the two. And the reason why I brought up America because Americans in general don't do that. Americans would treat gang members the same as they would treat fucking cartels. Do you see the difference in our stupidity? Like, they would, they would treat gang members who are robbing old ladies and, yeah, they may be shooting people and killing people. Okay, potentially sometimes. I'm not all of them, but sometimes, right? Versus cartels who kill whole families and destabilize whole nations. Do you see the difference? <laughs> right? Little, little uh, John Smith in Compton on the Bronx, he's like, I, I want to... I wanna, them motherfuckers could barely even have one. They could barely even do a key of coke. They could barely even move a whole key of coke. They have a, if they have a key, it's probably like thirty percent real coke and seventy percent baking soda or some shit, right? Versus, I don't, I don't want to get into names because you guys are being racist. Versus somebody in, in in Latin America who says, "I'm gonna flood a thousand keys to the to, to the to the transportation centers." For my drugs on the East Coast, New York and Miami, and a tra- and I'm gonna do another two thousand keys to the transportation center the West Coast in L.A., and I'm gonna do fifteen hundred keys to transportation in the South, Texas, Houston, right? And then after that, we're gonna do Western Europe. We can go through. Uh, we're gonna go through Espana, or what, what 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 you call it, English Spain, and then we're gonna. Do you see the difference between John Smith in Compton or the Bronx versus a motherfucker moving that much weight in fucking Mexico? There's a big difference. And yet an American, when you look at it, they're like, oh, same shit. That's what we do. That's why, that's not even a conspiracy. That's just stupidity. That is not a conspiracy. That's just stupidity. And as Americans, we have not acknowledged that. We don't fucking read. People actually think I'm smart. I'm not fucking smart. I just fucking read and process information. And I'm doing, I don't know, just, just jump the gun. Can you imagine... That's why I feel for Jimmy Dore. Can you imagine telling me who was a, I mean, a Pan-Africanist at heart too? I don't even want to say a former Pan-Africanist. I mean, I guess you could say that. I've evolved from certain things. But a person who's a Pan-Africanist at heart, I put the work in, like I was probably from 15 to 30, 
That was my mindset, right? A Marxist who used to think that communism was the way to go, right? Somebody with my pedigree and motherfuckers on Twitter would say I'm a Trump supporter. Do you see the difference of how we, you can't process and why? Because I don't drink Democratic Kool-Aid. Why? Because all the, all the time when you talk about white supremacists, that's why Donald Trump won. Like Donald Trump won because the Midwest and Pennsylvania, those are states that Obama won. So he converted Obama supporters. Yes, I, yes. Stupid alt-right groups on the internet love Trump and, and, and they do parades and blah, 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 blah. But that's not why he won. So yeah, they talk a lot. And yeah, I'm sure in certain situations, I won't want to be around them motherfuckers, right? Yeah, I'm sure. But, but again, I'm, I mean, anybody who gangbang knows that, right? If I'm in a fucking, if I'm in one turf, if I, if I got a blue flag on, I'm not going to want to go to Red Flags turf. So just telling me, well, you know, if you go to Red Flags turf, they're going to kill you. Well, obviously. But those people would have been talking anyway. Hillary Clinton would have won if she wasn't, if she just followed the right formula. But again, again. Yes, Trump. Half of Trump's shit was straight up racism, and half of his shit was fake populism. And so, when somebody asks me why you don't support Trump, I say he's a fake populist who's incompetent, right? And 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 the COVID response maybe was one hundred percent guaranteed that he was incompetent because before that, I don't like the Democratic. I hate the Democratic machine more than hate Donald Trump. It's just that they're more competent when it comes to certain things. So, took me a long time. But I said, you know what? I'm voting for a third party, but if you got to vote, vote for a Democrat. I can't take the incompetence. But I understand what that means, though. I understand that even when I'm saying that, <laughs> that same problem of what got Donald Trump elected is going to get worse. So when you see this GameStop stuff, and you see how Wall Street responds, who they're, the hedge fund guys who are the real rulers in power of this country, those are the real powers. Right, and that's why I don't get into rhetoric. So when you see Donald Trump and all these Republicans talk about New York and, and he's like these Democratic cities, blah blah blah, your rulers live there. That that's why you would talk about the media. You talk about the tech guys in Silicon Valley, but you shouldn't be talking about them too. The tech guys iced you, Donald. Let's keep it real, Donald. You love Twitter. The tech guys iced you. Those Silicon Valley boys are almost as powerful as Wall Street. Almost, not yet. Right? They dumb dumb boys iced you, but you never mention Wall Street. Then you have the opposite. You get the Bernie Sanders. Who would mention Wall Street, right? The Alexander Cortez, you mention Wall Street, but they're not gonna do anything about it. They're not gonna do anything about it. In fact, why? Because the, the, the Joe Biden, the Kamala Harris, Wall Street controls. See, this is something that people on the right don't wanna see, right? This is something that people on the right, like, and I would say this, and maybe you might say it's because I'm a communist, I'm Marxist, or whatever, right? you may say this. People on the right don't wanna see that pound for pound. Yeah, the people on the left are a far bigger threat. Meaning that the right worships power. They do, right? The only reason why most people on the right are, are against the elites, a lot of times, because they perceive the elites as giving power to people who are not supposed to have it. I'm just being 100. I'm just keeping it real, right? That's why. But they worship. If you're a billionaire, they say, oh, my God, you shit gold. You're a billionaire. They worship power. These are people who actually think the market is sent by God. You, you are a threat to them, but you're not as much of a threat as a person who comes in and says, you know, I'm going to, I mean, basically, <laughs> I mean, because I always, because I always say I'm an anarchist at heart. So, 
a person who says, I'm going to destroy the whole country. That person is a bigger threat. And is Bernie Sanders that? Of course not. Bernie Sanders is not even a real leftist. But by South American and European standards. But he reminds them of that too much. Wall Street doesn't even want you to say their name, let alone, they know no one's going to challenge them. Pout. They, yeah, you might get some people who might make, I mean, trust me, Wall Street is a fucking idiot too. So yeah, you got some, some of the lower guys in Wall Street don't want any regulation, right? So even Elizabeth Warren to them is a threat. I mean, which, which I, I give Elizabeth Warren that. I mean, she did some regulation stuff that, I mean, I guess worked in certain, certain, certain circumstances. I'll give her that. I'm not a fan of her, but I, w- I call a spade a spade. So yes, on a lower level, you have guys in Wall Street who don't like Elizabeth Warren. On a lower level, you have guys in Wall Street, because there's levels to everything. You have guys in, uh, uh, who wouldn't like Barack Obama. At first, that's what they, they thought they didn't like Barack Obama. Once he got on, he, he, he proved himself. And that's what caused Donald Trump to rise. Once Barack Obama got on, he had to prove himself that he's one of the boys. And I'm not talking any racial stuff. I'm talking about they didn't know, is this guy really a, a radical? And he had to prove he wasn't. So he, he, he literally gave Wall Street whatever they wanted. And that's what gave, and, and continued bad trade deals that really started under Bill Clinton, right? The financial, the, 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 a lot of stuff started really with Clinton, right? And in a, because of this, the corporate Democrats or the real powers, right? The elites on, on the coastal areas have to, they know Bernie Sanders and these people are not serious, but even because they talk a certain way, they, they, they can't take that chance, right? So, and Bernie Sanders himself, and this is not, look, I, I try to stay away from criticizing Bernie, and I'm not trying to do that, to be honest, right? Because I do think he's authentic enough. I do think him, I do think he's authentic of what he believes, but I just think that, and this is different between the real left and American left. When you go to South America, you go to some parts of the barrio, rich people cannot go. You go to Brazil and the favelas, rich people have to fly over those things. They can't drive in the favela and drive in the barrio. Are you crazy? That's real left, right? The American left is just talk. And the reason why I said that because they don't want to challenge real power. This is the end of the day, the real purpose is rent. The left does not want to challenge real power. They're not going to challenge the Pentagon. They're not going to challenge the CIA, the NSA, the DIA. They, the DIA, DIA is, is, is the military intelligence. They're not going to challenge those real powers. They're not going to even, they'll put Wall Street, they're like just talking about it, but not going to challenge them either. Because CNN, CNBC, where they get their information from, drinks their Kool-Aid. So eventually, that's why they say, I don't feel comfortable Bernie Sanders. I want Joe Biden. You think Joe Biden's going to challenge Wall Street? You think Joe Biden's going to challenge the pharmaceutical companies? You really believe that? The Kamala Harris's, they're not going to do that. So that's what the American left is into. The American left is into, I support Bernie kind of. I know he's not going to win. And then I just go to Joe Biden. Or, I mean, to me, Elizabeth Warren was a perfect candidate for them. I'm surprised she didn't really do better than she did. I guess she has too many flaws. That's why at one time Elizabeth Warren was seen as that shining star. Because they really want somebody like that. Somebody who pretends to fight the system, but then say you have to work with the system. Which is fine. At this point, I can't even say I disagree with you. To be honest, but you, because I, I mean, I, I mean, in a sense, I'm capitalist now, right? But that's not how you advertise yourself. That's my point. My point is, the American left is into talk, and the American left never wants to challenge real power, right? It's actually easy for the American left to take advantage of issues that have not been solved, like racism, 
immigration reform. I mean, look at Joe Biden. One of the first few things he's going to do is immigration reform. Joe Biden, did you see how you did with Hispanics? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you the truth. A lot of his, like Cubans in, Mex- like in Miami don't care about immigration. Puerto Ricans are Americans. Just being honest, Mexicans, yeah, they do, but then in Texas, like Texas, California, big the 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 Hispanic population and Cali might care about them more than Hispanic population, and Texas does. So why is that one of the first three things you go you're going to do? That's not gonna get you more votes. You could you can do it, but do it after that. Why is that one of the first three things you, that, 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 that that's gonna be your mission that you're gonna do? Why? You see. We don't like people don't understand. It's like a it's like a cycle that they can't stop of incompetence, and they take advantage of these communities. And when they take advantage of these communities, that's why they have to harp on things like racism. And so when you come in and you don't understand that, you put yourself in the same situation that we've been in for a long time, and that's the people don't realize, right? You put yourself in these situations where, in the end of the day, there's the left does not want to change. And because they don't want to change, it, we get in these situations where it's not even that they want to change. They take advantage of these of these they take advantage of these people who don't know any better, right? And I'm not even saying it from stupidity. I'm saying it from the standpoint of when when people come in, they have their own problems, right? So if you're in a low if you're in a in, in a if you are a lower of a lower income level Let's say a minority, and you come in, and you have your own stuff to worry about. You don't have the you don't have the time to be worrying about global issues and even even things like GameStop. You don't even own stock. You don't have time for that, right? And the problem is, let's say that's only at the lower level. Then you go in the middle class and upper middle class level of minority communities, right? They make they obviously have time for that. There's almost no difference between them and. Let's say they're white counterparts, but even they benefit from the system the way it is. And this is what some, no one wants to talk about. Even they benefit from it. So even when they come in and they push a certain, let's say, agenda, they don't want to. They don't want to fix the problem. Really, they like rhetoric. So it's the same reason why when Ice Cube did what he did, people, black people, were criticizing him. Because this whole system, no one wants, no one wants to address the class um, struggle when it comes to certain things, you know, in that sense, right? And they don't want to understand that once you make a certain amount of money, you become part of the system. This is why I always find it interesting where people think billionaires are going to help you. You become that. And this is not me hating rich people. Shoot, I don't like $200 million in the bank. I could do 50 but I'm kind of greedy. I'll take $200 million. But you ask me the billion to two billion? No, I don't. You know why? And even two hundred million, I would. What what caused me to pause is even I know once you make a certain amount of money, you become the man, right? Thirty million, forty million, you can. I can go on an island. I'm chilling, right? And I'm good. But even a hundred, two hundred million, you you it's kind of borderline, right? You you kind of borderline. So I understand that, right? So because I understand that. People don't. So people don't judge. They don't assess the class part of this stuff. So, yes, the black bourgeoisie. Yes, the elements of, of let's say, in any minority, whether it's Asian Americans, whether it's Hispanic Americans, you know, whether it's the power centers in, in Texas and Cuba, 
I'm not Cuba, Texas and Miami, which is more conservative. Everyone benefits, if you're rich or upper middle class, you benefit from the system that it still has maintained. And all you do is your rhetoric is different. So yeah, you will get NBA players who, who talk about racism and they should. But at the same time, don't talk about it like you have the same problem as someone who's actually black and poor. And if you actually have to argue that, you can't process information, right? Yeah, you might get pulled over more than a white rich person would. Yeah, if you do a crime, you might be in a worse situation than a right rich, right rich person is, right? But don't tell me that a poor white person and a rich black person, the system, a poor white person who's really like a hillbilly poor, they, who can't afford a lawyer, don't tell me that guy has the same power as a black baby who's going to trial. Don't tell me he does, who can't afford a lawyer, right? Stop. That's my point. My point is both sides in some ways can see the true enemy is the elites, regardless of color, especially the elites with a certain amount of money. See, I'm able to... I'm not like some lefties who want to hate all rich people. No. I mean, anyone who's been around rich people knows there's levels to stuff. I mean, I've been in the East, I live in the East Coast all my life. Not, not all my life. I lived in Cali for, California for 10 years. And I don't live in the East Coast anymore. But I lived in the East Coast for years, right? And yes, I mean, I've, I've, I've shit. I've seen where there will be neighborhoods where they don't want, they're rich neighborhoods, but you know, you're making like you have 20 million, 30 million. You can't afford it. They don't want you in there. That's why we have to understand that there's levels to everything, just like there's levels to white supremacists. So when when, you, when these people are acting like Jimmy Dore cannot interview a white supremacist that they say, which is like, again, an alt-right white supremacist was kind of like, I can see if you're talking about a straight-up Nazi who's killed people or who would kill people in a heartbeat, right, versus somebody who is into online chatter. Don't tell me you can't see the difference. And if you, say, if you can't see the difference, then you're part of the problem. Because in the end of the day, like I said before, both sides cannot win. And both sides arguing the way they do has destroyed America. Both sides cannot win. They're equal in power. They're, they're two, the coast would never be red. And the South and Alabama, for at least for now, will never be blue. Though, because the blue side is more connected to globalists and, and, and to international and, and tech, yeah, you are slowly seeing that wave coming in and, and taking places that normally used to be totally blue. I mean, totally red, right? But that's going to take years. So my point is, that if both sides would, would, if both sides can see that the enemy is the is the elites and the, and the oligarchs, what would happen is that will force change more. And in order to see that, you have to see common ground. So when you say you can't talk to certain people, I do agree if if you say if you come in and saying somebody who's totally on the right, right, who's a total whatever. <laughs> you want to say like like I said who 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 who's violent and who would kill certain people, I'm not sure that person can be reformed. And I'm not going to say they can't be reformed. I ain't, I know I ain't a psychologist, and I'm not a reverend. I don't know. I'm not talking about the spirit, and I'm not talking about human psychology. I think anyone could be reformed, but I don't have any proof of that. So if they're that right, I get it. But if they're a person on the right who just freaking making online posts and trolling, and, and yeah, maybe do some protests, and maybe even riot, riot a little bit, that person can't be reformed? I don't believe that. And if you say that that person can't be reformed, you're no different than a person who would, be, would take some people from the jails and say they can't be reformed. Jail is supposed to reform you. 
And the fact that so many people think somebody in jail can't be reformed, that's why the prison system sucks the way it sucks the way that it does. And that's just being real. So realistically, I don't think this this I don't think this problem could help. Could I could I don't think this problem could be helped. And I actually like I like as I grow older, I kind of see that the anarchists are right. I mean, the system is you're just gonna have absolute chaos. To be honest, that's the only way it could change it. Yeah, we could fight to try to to help it, right? But in the end of the day, I I think people too at this point they're getting more and more sensitive. There'll be people who listen to this who will find all kind of who would say I'm supporting certain people cannot be reformed, and there'll be other people who listen to this who will say I'm saying. Democrats take advantage of minorities, and I'm a minority. I'm African American myself, right? And of course, people will be like, "Well, you're, you know, you 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 follow an agenda." I'm just talking. I'm just telling you about the black bourgeoisie. I just told you about. I had a podcast where I where I told you where you guys mentioned Black Wall Street all day. And I'm like, there was a, if you re- really research, and there was like five or six Black Wall Streets at the time. Black Wall Street was just the biggest. Those over four or five never got touched. If you were so into your culture and so into and and so well read, you would know that. I don't, I'm at 40, almost 42 years old. I don't have time for bullshit. <laughs> and I'm not trying to get a job at CNN. I love being an independent podcaster. So I say what the fuck I want to say. <laughs> right? So, Cyrus King with a serious ramble. Till next time, peace. <laughs>